Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jesse. And welcome to our show. In Nameless Production. And today we are going to be Brad. <laughs> I was feeling bratty. Works out. And I'm always bratty, so I was like, yeah. If so- you don't know brats, brats are one of the little hooker dolls. <laughs> they, they were, I think, I believe they were like the next generation Barbie, because mm-hmm. like after Barbies were like not even a thing anymore, it was like brats, brat dolls and all that. So I think that was like after my, yeah. my playtime. Like I didn't play with brats. No, I don't even, they didn't have them when we were kids. Yeah. And now it's LOL dolls. Oh, see, I didn't even know. Yeah. And they still are dressed like big-eyed hookers. (laughs) (laughs) So so today, we have lots to talk about. Um, We have some funny subjects that we want to jump in on. We thought we would, I guess, change it up a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. And we're going to talk about change. Yeah. That's one of our topics today. It's one of the biggest topics is how you can change throughout your entire life. There's so many different types of change. And okay, and a very perfect example is our interview for this episode is Jordan Branch, who is one of our sisters from the Dirty Sisters group on Facebook. And just in the last year of knowing her, her entire life has blossomed and changed and become absolutely magical because she has pursued her dream of music right and so when you actually take action and you put the effort into it you will slowly see change and then when you look back you'll be like holy shit yeah <laughs> and and Jordan's amazing um, just just the light in Jordan and the and the type of woman that she is um, she just brings that good vibes around she's a very loving and caring person so um, I'm glad that we got that interview with her it was Cool. Yeah. That is a really nice interview, and we hope that everybody loves it. Here you go. How do you... <laughs> because this is where we're going to start. Okay. So, this is Jordan Branch and from Dirty Sisters. Yeah, she's one of our very own Dirty Sisters. I'm all pointing. This is not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> they can see. So, we met her through the Dirty Sisters page. How long have you been in Dirty Sisters? It hasn't even been a year. So in that time in Dirty Sisters, Jordan expressed, I want to play music. Again. And everybody Uh just kind of went, then fucking do that. Fucking do it then. And you know, she did. And that's what we're going to talk about. Because damn, girl. Guess what has come out of the Dirty Sisters. I mean, I really feel like the Dirty Sisters for me has been inspiring. It's made me want to be a better person. It's made me want to help others be better at what they want to do, what they're good at, what they've worked hard for their whole lives. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. And it gives me the freaking chills. Jordan, tell us some of the things that just decided. Yeah. The beginning of the year, I was in a whole nother mindset. You guys refer to it a lot. I feel like I leveled up. Like, I feel like I am leveling up. Like, I'm going up. There's no other choice but to go up. When I first found the Dirty Sisters, I was in a hard spot because, you know, I've always loved reggae. It's always been like a healing thing for me. But I got a lot of like a lot of darkness. I grew up in the foster system in Oakland, California, of all places. I grew up in the ghetto of the ghetto of the ghetto. 
Yeah. <laughs> so it was very hard. I lived with some not so awesome people. I dealt with a lot of adversity and negativity and always feeling like I didn't belong. I never quite fit in anywhere. I never quite felt like anybody understood me because I, I didn't have that, I guess, support or another person to connect with throughout my entire life. Besides my honey, but that's a different story. I had trouble, I guess, growing. So I stayed stunted. I found you guys and it was, I remember like the first thing I did, I clicked on a video of Melissa, just like, I think you were sitting on your back porch talking about something and just being so fucking grateful. Like just so grateful for the community. And I was just like, oh, like, oh, like I like it here. Like, this is neat. This is different because social media is all about negative obsessing. And I guess finding the negative and even the prettiest situation, it's very easy to pick things apart. That was not what this was. Little by little, I put myself out there when I had trouble with things in my mind and ironing them out and finding the positivity. There were sisters like you guys, like another one that sticks in my head is Jenny Peterson. I think she's another admin too or something. And for the first time, I felt like I was understood. I thought it was so fucking weird. Cause like, how can you understand me? We've never met, <laughs> yet yeah. I see you. Like, I see you. Yeah. I understand you. I feel like you understand me. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Like, and from that, it helped me really come out of my cage. Like, I've always dealt with, you know, mental illness from the way that I grew up. Like, you don't really come out of that without those residual effects. It made me good at feeling small. First time in my life, I don't feel like I'm doing that anymore. And everything, <laughs> everything I've ever wanted is starting to happen. Did me cry. I'm emotional. Fucker. We're gonna cry. My, Let's I'm, fucking cry together. Yeah, <laughs> do it. So what are you doing right now with your music career? You, you are, are you playing at places? Are you recording? What's happening? <laughs> A lot. I'm gigging right now. I have your beautiful, wonderful Miss Josta helping me in the progress. We're in the Hell progress yeah. of getting some gigs booked. For right now, I have potentially an, another gig. Uh, it's kind of like an alternative punk rock store slash venue kind of you'll never see anything like it it's like if hot topic met like a concert hall that's like cool. threw it all together Dude, so i have something like, like that, that are popping up everywhere like weed shops that just have yeah. a permanent stage in them and you're all that music, music anywhere i also uh, like that vibe with your voice i don't know what i am i think that i'm like i'm aggressive folk like i don't I, I know there's progressive but i am aggressive <laughs> i love it aggressive <laughs> folk but I also do this place called Fratelli's. It is my very favorite place. I don't I don't really eat there. I just go there to sing because the stage is really awesome. And I get an opportunity to see a lot of other artists that are kind of just like me, just little hermit crabs under a rock, poking their head out to shine for a minute, going back under their rock. I'm going to start recording my first real legitimate album. And it's called Flower in the Sun. And it kind of, it goes back to the songs that I wrote when I was a young girl going through the system and kind of the feelings that were associated. If you just heard the songs, you wouldn't realize that's what they're about, but that's what they're about. It's kind of, it's the first chapter of my story that I've always been too afraid to tell. I'm really excited that I finally got the balls to do it. Coming into music, I didn't realize now that things are getting a little bit more serious. It's the man's world. Like, <laughs> holy yeah. shit. It's all men. It's all yeah. men. And that's a good it's thing like sometimes. It's women out there, but yeah, they, 
their names aren't as known. Did you know that the Women's Audio Institute in San Francisco gives free classes online to women because only 20% of audio engineers in the world are women. That's cool. That I could really be wrong on that the statistic, but it's such a small percentage that they're willing to teach us for free how to do it. I didn't mean to turn into a feminist. I wasn't trying. No, women probably don't know that either. And hey, you well, know what? Free schooling. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to go do that right now. That's going to be my next thing. I'm walking, I'm walking into this world that I've always wanted. And I'm realizing I know zero about this world. And that's how you know you leveled up. Yeah. Because you you know nothing. You get there and you're all, oh shit. Jesse's like, you know, you've never been there before. So you're not supposed to know yet. Because you said you've never been there before. I just got goosebumps. You know what was one of my driving thoughts in everything I've done? That's like literally kept me from like chickening it out and going on a stage. You got to do the things you've never done to get to the places you've never been. Yeah. I'm doing the things I've never done. And I'm going places I never thought I'd even fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the kind of person that doesn't really have that much confidence in myself. But I can fake it so well. We went to the Bayfest concert and we came in a certain way. They wanted to send us out a certain way. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. We're not going out that way. And there's something. You can't go this way. And she goes, but we're famous. <laughs> and everybody with us just went, yeah. yeah. So. And they just let us go. Okay. You I have- was like, damn, thank you, Melissa. <laughs> you have yeah. your value in yourself. Everything that I yes. do. Yeah. Everything that I do in life. I've gotten there because I I front my my confidence. Like I fucking I I fucking pretend it, I front it, like whatever. You like Rihanna. Deep down inside, I guess that is confidence. I was yeah. saying, but but man, I'm scared as fuck. I'm like, nah, no, don't say that. Don't say oh fucking blah. When I'm on stage, sometimes I'll sing or I'll get done singing and I'll be like, oh guys, like you see my hand shaking? Like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Wow, I'm nervous. It's got to be such an adrenaline rush being up on stage. So one of the questions that somebody just asked, did you just do a festival? I love my glove. And I like save my little wristband because I'm going to save it for the rest of my life. I save those too. I put them in my happy jar. Yes. I have like a little box that has like stickers and rocks and like things that are special to me. Oh, you should go on the group that Jesse made. It's the happy jar group. And in January, we're all going to go through our happy things. Yes. Aww. Yeah. So we'll send you a link to that. So you I have. I love that. It's in the Dirty Sisters group. It's just like a an event. So how did you how did you like playing there? How did you feel after you were done? Like top five best days of my entire life. It's it's insane to me because Mike Love. God, meeting him was so cool. It was amazing meeting him. Like he's on my my Bessie. Do you want to meet Bessie? Like Mike Love's on my manifestation guitar, like all over. Yeah. And so it's almost like like dream adjacent. Like I didn't get to collab with him yet, but I got to get on the same fucking stage as him. Like what? This brings up two things. One, I am so freaking proud of you. It blows my mind already. I'm playing on the same stage as Mike Love. That was one thing I wanted to bring up because I know that you love him. You have done so much in one year and all it took was just having people on your side. People telling you. And getting out of my own way and then you did and you had the follow-through and you made it work and that's magical and speaking of work and speaking of collab yeah you asked us a question for our last episode we interviewed brandon
Brandon Hardesty of Bump and Ugly. Yeah. And you asked, what do I have to do to collab with you? Yeah. Well, he, he, answered, he answered and he said, just hit him up. Send him something. Record it that you want him to jump okay. in on. If it sounds good and it's something you're proud of and he likes it, he said, I always, I'm, I'll I'm do down. It. Okay. I have something in mind. Our yeah. advice is one, ask the question because you, after you wrote it, you said, just kidding. Here's my real question. We were like, no, we're not even asking question. the other question. I don't even remember what the other question was. Neither do no, I. Because all you have to do is ask. The majority of the time, the answer is yes, or you can prove yourself and the answer yeah. is still yes. Record it. Yeah. Make it sexy and leave you know, the section open for them. I have something that I'm actually working on with Miss Sunshine Cantu. She's dropping a baseline on it. Oh, that's <gasps> fucking rad. Yeah. It's called time. The the hook kind of thing is like, who's going to be around at the end of your life? Like, yeah. So I wrote a song about it. Well, I'm looking forward to that working with Sunshine because there was a while where I didn't know she played bass. And then she mentioned oh in one of her episodes and I've been like, well, what the hell? I want to hear it. Yeah. And so I'm super stoked. What you guys do for the music community is crazy. Like you're building people up. You're giving people light and you're doing it all just out of the love in your hearts. And yeah. Nothing's more fucking pure or beautiful. Like, holy yeah. shit. Like, I mean, how do you do you really? <laughs> I mean, yeah. We have, we have a fantastic time doing this. It's still just the beginning. I'm, I'm not like a fortune teller or anything, but I see your guys' future. I'm pretty sure I said that to you. Like, I see where... Oh, if we can make it. If we can... There's going to come a time, like, I predict it now, and if not, I get to breathe it into the universe for you. There's going to come a time where you get to sit back and actually just watch and enjoy. Thank you. That means a lot. I actually see the opposite for you. I see so much work in your future. <laughs> <laughs> I see you having to bust your ass up there on stage, on big stages. Do it. Fuck, man. It. Like, get me on the stage. Cause, like, you'll have people doing that shit for you, and you'll just go up there and get on stage. So, that's going to be nice, too. It's really hard to promote myself because I'm not the person to ever ask for anything from anybody. So, like, in my mind, I need to have something physical to give to somebody in order to help me. So, like, merch is right around the corner. I'm hoping that stickers and merch will elevate to help promoting the album. That's just the beginning. Like, I'm putting together my own little PR kit. I've been in school for three weeks now. So, I'm doing college all alongside of everything else. Nice. And that's been a lot of fun. I guess when you know what you're supposed to do, everything kind of starts ironing itself out. You're married, right? Yeah. Your marriage, like, how is your husband handling this and your the fact that you're becoming famous yeah you had a mess so, level up yeah that's like, a, it's going through <laughs> that personally is hard but doing it alongside with somebody for them to be there it's magical too yeah so this is a nice question so yeah. it's, we're doing the same thing but different he is a strong man he competes professional strongman he's the crazy motherfucker that lifts like 800 fucking pounds over his okay. head so and he has something that is just as magical yes. to him. and he competes he fucking wins like every competition he's done he's won Whew, he's impressive so i in the future expect a music video of him holding you up playing guitar Ooh, yeah right <laughs> 
He could do it. Just yeah, oh, I know. Yes. <laughs> yes, I agree. I see? would like to see that. Collab, well. babe. We got to collab. Yeah. <laughs> I will say one thing that's a little different. It's not my favorite to get the DMs. I've never experienced that before. I get a whole bunch of high gorgeous or high sexy. Well, are sexy and gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> you can. Not them. It's just like a whole bunch of dudes. Yeah. And it makes me sad. I don't want the most important thing about me to be my body because I'm so much more interested than how I look on the outside. Yeah. Like, I know I'm a plus size voluptuous vixen, all that great shit, you know. I don't know. I it made me it made me sad because I I would much rather be noticed for my music or sharing my message and or what I do for others. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Where do you guys all come from? This is something Melissa has brought up before because she's married and Demir goes to a lot of events with us. Yeah. So she doesn't get those weird ones. I do. Yeah. And sometimes she's oh. like, Where the fuck do these people come from? I'm like, I don't know. But I'm like, look. Oh wow. <laughs> That's a lot of dick. And they're mad. Yeah. They get mad at you. Like, well, I didn't ask you to message me. Don't fucking yell at me. Go away. No. No. Uh-uh. She no. said, that's a lot of dicks. That's a lot of dicks. Oh, shit. I haven't gotten any of those yet. Like, thank goodness. But you like, don't want them. I, I hear don't. about them from a lot of my friends. And I'm like, <laughs> you, I'm so happy that I'm married. I like Allison. Yeah. My friend, yeah, fine. my friend Allison, dude, she fucking, whew. She has good stories. You'll love yeah. Allison when you meet her. So she just moved from Washington to Arizona. Oh, I got this table. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing? What? <laughs> Now we have friends all over the United States and Canada, like all kinds of places. I, I like how you said that your husband has his hobby and his what he works for and what he does. And you guys had your babies. I like that now you're taking your time for your love and what you want mm -hmm. and you you're making it happen so fast i feel like the only thing that was ever truly in the way was my own damn mind like yeah. i really do i build my own little barricades i'm like no but i'm not good enough no but i'm too much this no but i'm a fucking six foot tall woman that isn't the most feminine and super fucking awkward as shit who wants to see that Oh my god, I think you're totally Jessica Rabbit. You're crazy. There's all this growth and we're all in Dirty Sisters together and it's just magical to watch. We've seen so many people just decide to change their whole life and you're doing it in such a happy, positive way and we appreciate the love that you give Dirty Sisters all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but still. Okay, we have a question. Well, I was going to ask because were you going to be able to play a song for us? Sure. Okay, so the question is going to be this. <laughs> so if you wanted to show someone your talent and could only pick one song, which song would you pick? Ah, so I'm going to sing that song to you. Okay, yeah, apparently. <laughs> All right. Apparently <laughs> that's what the question's asking for. It would be Beast. Beast is a song that I wrote about my mental health and kind of my struggle with it. We seem to be the happiest of the bunch. We look to be the happiest. You know, Robin Williams. So, hey. yeah. <laughs> the darkest, the darker nah. we go, no, <laughs> we shine a little brighter too. We shine different. You write music. Music is one of those art forms that it's art. People need art to express the things that they don't know how to express. You start out by saying, I'm not a victim. You don't have to be a victim, but you, you admit 
I've been through shit. And then you you were like, I, I could bottle it all up, but now you have an outlet to let it out. You know, I was a teenager that messed up and, you know, didn't come home at a certain time. So instead of getting a yell, I got moved. So it's like little things here and there. It made it really hard to feel like I belonged anywhere. Be perfect or be gone. And I did develop that perfectionist complex, which music is a great way. I play for passion. I do not play for perfection. I'm not a perfect guitar player. I'm not a perfect singer. I'm none of those things. But But you have it. I've described your sound as a rock soul. You say Volk, and I'm like, nah, you're crazy. Soul, yeah. I don't know. Rock soul vibe. Feel it. You can feel the self-love in your music. How about aggressive rock soul? So she can keep the aggressive. Aggressive. (laughs) Aggressive soul. (laughs) Aggressive soul. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, I do. I I like that. Okay, so aggressive soul. Beast, ironically, I was struggling with not feeling attached to any external family. Because it is just my honey and I, we, we haven't been on a date in three years. Like we don't have any outside help. It's just us. I was struggling with, you know, wanting my kids to have grandparents and wishing that I had parents that were present. You know, I, my dad, he's trying later in life. And I'm so grateful for that because, you know, you can repair those bridges if you put in the work. But back then I had that black and white thinking of, I just, all this shit I don't have. Fuck that. I am the light. Like, come on now. Like, why are you being sad? You're a mama. Like, look at your life. 12-year-old you wouldn't have even thought that you'd be where you are. So this song has two parts to it. The song has, um, I'm going to show you the dark and I'm going to show you the light. And I hope my microphone should be able to handle me. I'm far enough away. The song is called Beast. It's about my brain. the car. 
<laughs> Dang. You hopefully the microphone picked that up. I get kind of loud. You're good. It was um aggressive soul. Aggressive soul for sure. <laughs> right? You know what? You're a lyrical <laughs> genius. Like the the words like that you put together are amazing. Like you actually they're smart. They're very you've got book smart. And so you can hear it in your lyrics. And I like that. I, I, you know, um, I, I like know. to like little jokes that would only make me laugh inside of yeah. the show too. <laughs> like you wouldn't know, but you know. No, dang, you're you've got it, man. You've got it so deep inside you. It's just fucking refreshing. It, I, I mean, it's crazy to think that someone can just be sitting there with all the talent and the voice and not use it. And it's nice to see using it and leveling up. It's freaking amazing and showing people what you got doing that at the festival like with all these faces and like big ass like big ass speakers i like stopped for a second and paused before i got into the chorus because i could hear my voice like carry over the river trails and like like it felt like a knife cutting air almost that's fucking cool and it, it was it felt so good it was even cooler like all three of my kids are sitting front row my kids are like mouthing the words that's why i did it like everything was awesome. I opened for Mike Love. All that is great. All three of my babies know my songs. Like I'm teaching these babies how to dream. Like, I mean, they just follow your you, dreams. Man. Watch us. Yeah, they oh. see you. They hear you. I watch your lives. Like I said, they're down there. They pop in. They're listening. They're watching you change it. They're watching you go, okay, well, I'm going to do this now. And you did. It's yeah. very cool. It's very magical. And they are going to learn from it. They're yeah. going to see you do it and remember. And to give them a, the life that you wanted is fucking amazing. Like, that's the healing. Yeah. You, you're doing what you it always is. wanted. Like, you no. didn't need it to be able to do it. You have this idea when you're younger of how it's supposed to be, and then you reach this age, and you're just like, oh, how it's supposed to be is however I fucking make it. And yeah. then you just and do that. Yeah. And then my babies, when they're my age, like I went ahead and I took that toxic trait chain. I'm like, no, bitch, you stop yeah. here. 
Yeah. Like, we're going to be healthy and thriving from now on. So like yeah. my kids aren't going to deal with those same things because I was a grown ass woman, like turning into crumpled balls of just goo because I felt so broken. Like and a caterpillar. Unloved. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But now look at me. Aw, yeah, exactly. And it's your birthday. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I feel like a lot of musicians, it's about like, of course, I want to heal others. But when I write, I can't write for a person I've never met. But it's not about that. It's not about healing others. It's about telling your own story and then those people who can relate to those parts of your story it's not about writing it for them you write it for you so it's supposed to okay. be okay it's not bad to be okay. sometimes yeah we I'm learning about this a lot I was- said this to me too a lot like you're allowed to be proud yeah you're allowed mm-hmm. to be proud of you and what you're doing it's that it's that damn like the it's the it's the martyr with the imposter syndrome yeah I got told that I have I don't quite know what imposter syndrome is but I got told that I have imposter it means you're never good enough but I can always be better (laughs) and that you and that you must be faking it if you do well and that how did I even do that like sometimes yeah like holy shit like how did I end up at a festival I don't fucking know you tried that's how it worked for it yeah I stopped saying no like I stopped saying no and (laughs) I'm like, oh, I got like offered to sing at a birthday party with uh, the DJ was lead singer of a reggae band that I really liked. Would have been a great networking opportunity for me. And I straight up told her, I don't think I'm that kind of music. I don't think I'm the kind of music that you'd want to have at a party. And I I look back on that now because I changed my way of thinking and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Just the kind of music they needed. (laughs) <laughs> I would have asked. Right? <laughs> I knew. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I stopped putting myself in a box. You know, reggae. I'm not reggae, but I'm like almost psychedelic rock. Like almost. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, Dirty Head says that they're not reggae. Yeah, that's true. And reggae is a huge genre. If they don't put themselves in a box in any of your songs, then you're reggae. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what the reggae? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what the reggae guitar symbolizes? The reggae rhythm, the boom, 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 boom. It's the fucking heart. It's your heartbeat. It's your heartbeat. Yeah. Like how amazing. Like that. It it made so much sense because it's yeah. like that. Maybe that's why it connects. It beats. You know, the drum beats to our own fucking heart. Our mm-hmm. love guitar beats to our own heart, and maybe that's why. It's able to do what it does because reggae music touches, like, you know, yeah. it touches me in a way that nothing else can. Yeah. Go grab your bongs, pack your bowls. <laughs> I was going to try to bong hit. <laughs> Shout out to Michelle of Wonderland Travel Plans. If you need help planning the vacation of your dreams, hit up Michelle and she will help you do that. And if you have any digital needs, hit up Gentle Giant Digital. They can help you with all of your needs in the digital world. Ha <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. And if you want to say thank you, Anthony, too... Go to Gentle Giant Digital. And like have, him, said. have him help you with all your digital needs because that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> he does a good job. <laughs>
<laughs> thank you, Anthony. And thank you, Barefoot Radio, for having Dirty Sisters Hour because it's the best hour on the radio. It really is. And also, Dirty Heads Hour is pretty good, too. But we're right after them, so go listen to Dirty Heads Hour and then come and listen to us. Stay and listen to us. Stay, yes. Don't go. And enjoy the rest of this episode. <laughs> I think that a lot of those connections, I'm not even under, like, I'm not even sure what they're going to mean yet. But I also feel like you never meet somebody by accident. Where are your goals to play? Dream venue. I know everybody says it. Um, could you guess if everybody says it? Yeah. Red Rocks. Red Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but another one I think uh, would be Meow Wolf. There's one in Vegas. Yes. I would love to play... I don't know because I don't know for sure. So I could be talking out of my ass. But there's a place called The Holding Company. And I wonder what the affiliation has to do with Janis Joplin. If she's staying there, I would want to sing there. The Holding Company in Southern California and San Diego? I, I don't know. Yeah, know that's the one we that. know of. That would be kind of cool. You could do it. Fucking do it. Come on down. See, I'm hoping once, uh, once the album's done, that's when I'm going to shift gears again and start planning. I don't plan on doing any crazy touring. I'll stay in California. That would be fun. That would be a nice adventure. Yes. We can go rock hunting. You want to go just dig for some rocks? I Yeah. Yeah, I got good rocks. <laughs> yeah. oh, I have rocks, rocks everywhere. Today. Dang, it's hot in here. Like, yeah, like here, you ready for this? A little bra. Oh. Ah! <laughs> She's got rocks. <laughs> I got a few. And I got some I got some malachite up in here too, like just in case. Dang, my boobs are so small I can't keep she anything lose, in there. But it might make a dimple there. Tape it. You could just depend on the rock. Get some boulders in there. <laughs> step step, step around around with rocks instead of toilet paper. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> Look how hard they are. <laughs> we we were talking about boobs and it's funny that we brought that we came to that subject because Jesse and I were laughing at the boob talk because well right now I have like all boob sweat because it's hot in here. It's hot, yeah. And um oh, me too. So the topic was I haven't worn a bra in like eight years. I just quit. That's amazing. Was like, nah, I can't do it. I don't see the point. They Men suck. have nipples too. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so Melissa has recently got to the point where she's like, well, maybe. I wear like the bandos. I don't wear bras. But um, if I do take off my bra and I like try to sleep now, um, my I lost a lot of weight. And so my boobs don't touch anymore. Like cleavage wise, like they're, they've got okay. this gap a separation so when i lay down this one feels so heavy i'm like i have to put them <laughs> on and hold them in place so that it's not so fucking heavy <laughs> i understand i was like fuck <laughs> uh, right if we never wore bras ever our boobs would be healthier they wouldn't learn to depend on something for muscles that actually support themselves the bras are unnecessary fucking burn them I did. So Jesse has a favorite question. Yeah. And then that, because I am sweaty. Um, if you could be any animal, what animal would you be? A crow. Yes. Yeah. A crow. So crows, it's weird. And my honey like thinks that I'm insane and I could be, I don't really give a shit. So I have a crow that follows me 
Like, oh, I'm so jealous. Everywhere. Like, I want to learn how to, like, communicate. You, but you offer it peanuts and stuff. I, and I know that there's dream people who are smart. Have pro friends. Yes, <laughs> he loves this. So it <laughs> happened after a very important person to me passed away a few months ago. If you put offerings out for it, it will bring you stuff back. Oh, and they love shiny shit. Just wait, like, 30 years from now when I'm, like, old, older. I'm going to have like just crows all up and down my arms. Just Oh, I cannot wait. This That's going to be wonderful. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be <have> there. <laughs> come say hi. Hell yeah. How fun. Well, thank you for spending your birthday with us. This was magical. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you're doing everything that you're doing. And I'm so glad that you share it with us so that we can see you just fucking become everything you're supposed to be so there <laughs> <laughs> i love you i swear like same to you guys like yeah thank you for creating an environment where people that are afraid to shine and leap get the support that they didn't know they needed to you know elevate to the next level because a lot of this shit wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for your positive asses over there thank you Same. But it's cool to watch. Yeah. Just wait. That's what's next. Nice. Like, the merch and all that great shit. It's going to be fucking fun. Oh, where can people find you? You have to have a page like. Just, just tell you my home address. <laughs> <laughs> I live in. Yo, wait. Really? I know. I on the internet. YouTube I use the most and it has a lot of my stuff that's not refined. Spotify. Social medias. Or I guess Jojo B ninety one. I use that quite a bit as my, you know, for Instagram music, all that kind of shit. Just look at Jordan Branch. <laughs> Sounds so pretty. Good vibes for your birthday. Ooh. All right, happy all birthday! Right. I love happy you, girl. Fucking up. I keep telling you, happy birthday. I love you guys. Well, thank you. So yeah, <laughs> change is beautiful, and because Jordan put that effort into change and what she wanted now she is experiencing things that she never could have dreamed of and um us too i think that a lot of change has taken place since jesse and i have just known each other and not only is it we people hear the word change and they think it's always bad or they think that it's always heavy or negative and it's not there's a lot of change that is beautiful and good growth is change it's the same thing the two of us have done amazing things over the last year and two years change can happen like like we said over an amount of time or it can happen so fast that you don't even know what just hit you you know i mean life is all about changing none of us are the same as we were when we were babies <laughs> i've changed so many times in my life like i've gone through different things that have made me change into a better version of myself I believe every single time really um, even though I've had you know obstacles in my life I feel like I've always done a little bit better the next time yeah <laughs> if, it, if it makes sense because there you know I mean there's there's certain things that boy you know I was telling Jesse about like my lifestyle that I used to have you know years ago um, I was living in people's backyards in a tent you know I was going from hotel room to hotel room, um, not having a home. And now that in my life, I, you know, I have a home. I have, 
you know, a, somewhere that is is stable and somewhere that is, um, yeah, a home. A home. And, <laughs> and so um, I've had a home for a long time, but if you think about where I was when I was in my early 20s versus where I am in my, my early 40s, um, drastic change. We all have a habit of whenever we try to improve our lives, this is a topic that's come up in Dirty Sisters a lot. Whenever we notice people trying to improve their lives, one of the things that they say is, none of my people are supporting me. And you can always get more support from strangers on the internet than people that you know. It's because the people that you know can only see you at the level that you're at because they're not ready to level up with you. They're still gonna see you at the level that you are. Yeah. Effort you put into the change, like the faster it's gonna happen, but also the faster you're gonna leave other people behind. People hold the old you against the new you. People have a hard time accepting that new version of you, but they also have a habit of like using past things against you, and we all have to make sure that we don't do that as well. Like yeah. if I was like, well, fuck you, Melissa, you didn't even have a house one time. She'd be like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything at all right now? Yeah. Ho. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true, you know, and that reminds me of just, you know, leveling up too. Leveling up is change because you have to go through a certain version of yourself in order to know that that's not the version that you're happy with. Yeah. But we're always constantly learning and growing and, and, and taking in new things and being more interested in things too. So okay. now I'm more you guys, I painted, I go, Melissa, I painted my toenails, look. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I painted my nails. And she literally walks up to me and puts her hands down by my feet and goes, yay, we both painted them. And she's so happy. And I'm cracking up going, I only painted two. <laughs> she literally only painted her two big toes and I didn't even notice. I was like, yeah. But that could also be because I'm blind. Right, she or I don't saw, pay attention to shit. She saw the big ones and was like, they're beautiful. Yeah. So apparently that is something you do not have to paint all of your toenails. Nope. People do not notice all of them. They only look at the two big toes. Uh. Try it. Try it. Change. Switch it up. <laughs> Switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In such a short amount of time, something could be completely different if you just put your like time and effort into it. Mm -hmm. Like in a very, very short time. Yeah, it's weird. I'm not as you know, let loose and go crazy and not give a fuck, you know? Yeah. I am now pretty certain that I I think before I do anything now. And before it was I do it and then I think of what the consequences are going to be. Accepting illness caused a lot of change for me. I'm like, dang, I have to do everything different. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> sometimes I resist. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes it's scary, but then it also gives you, like, all these opportunities for amazing things if you grab them and use them correctly. So she brought up um, medical stuff. So I have gastroparesis, it, which translates to paralyzed stomach. So when I eat or drink certain things, or most things, yeah, most things, they just sit in my stomach, they don't go anywhere until it's rotten, and then I have to throw it up. Um, I am able to sometimes get it good on my own with diet and exercise or whatever the fuck they say you're supposed to do. In the gastroparesis groups, there is a thing, and I can't remember the like scientific name for it, but there is a group of people or a medical condition where people cannot eat and properly digest food with the lights on. And I was like, that's crazy. Like if it's intense light or fluorescent lighting, they can't eat. 
And it yeah. makes sense as to why a lot of restaurants have dim lighting. It's like a natural thing for us to want the lights down low while we're eating. It's easier on our entire system. Which is crazy because <laughs> I'm like, that's nuts. I never even thought about that at all. I have a friend who has a son who is autistic and she said something about bright lights causing sensory issues, which is a well-known thing, you know. Yeah. You, just to like chat and share information, I was like, I, I was just reading about how light can affect digestion and like how we eat and everything. Yeah. And, and she said, wow, that's crazy. I wonder if it affects poop. She's like, I, mean, <laughs> I was like, I cannot take a shit for nothing, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Like, Jessie tells me about how like if she drinks a certain thing or whatever and her stomach doesn't digest it correctly, it'll ferment and it'll make it into like kind of like alcohol. Okay. Yes. So I recently started taking medicine, a different med medication, and I thought, I'm going to do the adult thing, all right? I'm going to get a little glass of milk, and I'm going to take my medicine with my milk because they say that it, like, coats your stomach, and I've been having issues with the medicine. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. So I took it with the milk. A little bit went by, and I had a glass of orange juice. A little bit later, I have a quesadilla and a Red Bull. Now, my stomach starts, like, feeling kind of icky. I don't know. Maybe I'm tired. I got a lot of shit going on. I got a lot of shit going on. So, anyways, I go to bed. My stomach's hurting, and I wake up in the middle of the night, and I feel that drunk feeling Jessie talked about before in some of our episodes. When she does that, it curdles up, and it turns into an alcohol-type base in your stomach. And I knew right then that I was not going to keep anything in my stomach. <laughs> and so I, you know, handled business, whatever. But it was only liquids. It was completely liquid. It was curdled. It was like acid, you guys. So milk and Red Bull and orange juice. Don't do those three together and then throw in a pill medication. It's just those three things literally didn't work well together in my stomach. And any food that I had stayed, but any liquid that I had was just in there swooshing together. And so this morning, I had no liquid, but I needed to take a shit. And there's no, like, <laughs> there's no liquid in my stomach, guys. So that means that, like, it's going to be really hard, right? And I couldn't go. And... Then Jesse's like and brought this she, up. And she I'm walks like, in and I'm like, I just had like the craziest conversation and I want to tell you about it, about how we were talking about how when you turn the lights down low when you're eating, people can digest better and it's easier on their systems. And my friend was like, dang, I wonder if that works when you're pooping. And then she was like, I should try. I'll be back. No. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody's having trouble, you know, dim the lights and see if it helps. Yeah. It might. It will relax you. It relaxes your body. It puts you in that zen. Yeah. And then you're able to, like Jesse said, if you need to take a shit, make sure your jaw is not clenched because then your butthole is tight. Yes, a clenched jaw means a clenched butt. And I don't know if you guys knew that, but it's absolutely real. You cannot relax your butt if you got your teeth together. You can't. Do it right now, all of you. And I just made you tighten. all squeeze your butts. <laughs> Something we never did before. Change. Another thing of change is... When I was a little younger, I had very, 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 very small boobs. Very, very small. Like, like mine. Like Jessie's. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't that small. 
<laughs> they're a little bit bigger. But I always now. want I always wanted bigger boobs. Okay, so I met my husband. He's he's a boob guy. He <laughs> likes boobs. And so win-win, right? I mean, he wanted boobs. I wanted boobs. We got boobs. Everyone's having a good time. <laughs> but I was heavier when I got them. And so because I was heavier, well, when I was heavier, they were real big. But as I started losing weight and everything, now I can feel the, like, bags. And so it's really weird because I'm like, what is that? But then I'm like, oh, she was all <laughs> like a foreign me? object in my body because I I never had felt them before. And I'm like, oh, that's really weird. <gasps> she <laughs> ran out of some layers. <laughs> She's like, there's a plastic bag right here. <laughs> Guys, I don't know what happened, but I might have been taken by aliens or something. Do you feel this? Apparently, after 10 years, you are supposed to go and get them checked and make sure everything's okay. So I am at 10 years, and I'm going to do that. This is a learning experience as well. If you've had breast implants 10 years, make sure they're getting checked. So we wanted to say happy birthday again to Jordan. Happy birthday again to Jordan, and happy birthday to anybody who's celebrating a birthday today. <laughs> Whatever Whichever today. Happy <laughs> <laughs> birthday to you. <laughs> um, I always try and remember my birthdays, but when I try and talk about them, I don't remember them. You have more than one birthdays? Like, what I did on my oh, birthdays. Oh, you said I always try to remember my birthdays. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> how many do you have? Lucky? Well, when they well, pulled my feet out, it was one day, but when my head came out, <laughs> it was another day. <laughs> well, they also, in, in sobriety, they call that your birthday as well. Oh, so, do they? Uh-huh. So if you, uh, like, my my sobriety date would be my birthday as well in AA and oh, okay. those things. It's called a birthday because you, you're, that. like, reborn, right? I thought that a was, like, person. a church thing. Nope. You could be born again. Sober? Christian, born again, sober. I don't know. It's just the shit that they made up, man. I'm just here spewing it. She said, I don't know. I did not make it up. But it, it is because they bring cakes and they sing happy birthday. Like, I want a cake. As always, I want pie, and I want snacks, and I want everything. And Jesse and me and Demir, we all went to um, see The Dirty Show, which is the Smash Brothers. Um, and they are fucking hilarious. Like, they yeah. literally made me feel like we could be comedians, and, like, we, we just need <laughs> to step up our game a little bit, talk about a little bit... Uh, be a little more personal. Weirder things, and we, can, and we can do it. So this is our adjustment period. When you're real about anything and you just don't give a fuck, it's funny. I don't know. Like, yeah, she funny was shit about to talk poop. about. Because <laughs> I was like, oh my God, let me tell you this. And she goes, that applies. <laughs> <laughs> and it could, it can apply to anybody. Anybody could be having an unshitty day right now, meaning you can't shit. And <laughs> now they're sitting in the bathroom with the lights down. Wiggling their jaw. Going, uh. <laughs> <laughs> the Dirty Show was amazing. I don't even know if technically it was the Dirty Show. It was Corey and Chad Smash Brothers. Yeah. Because it normally, was a dirty show. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was a really dirty show. They talked about some shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. I could probably talk about this shit. <laughs> but they were having so much fun up on stage that they stayed up there for 25 extra minutes yeah, past that was their rad. time slot. And that's my fucking favorite because I said it already a bunch of times. But when a comedian goes past their time, they're no longer telling you jokes. Yeah. They're telling you fucking stories, man. <laughs> yeah, and they're real and, and they're real funny. stories. 
and you're like, dang. So we did um, emailing them. We'll see if we can get them on. That'll be fun. <laughs> That'll be a fun one. Hello. We have to be Barbies, though. We're very good Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about boobs. We talked about poop. Yeah. We talked about change. We talked about birthdays. Because we talked about boobs, and bras was one thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. When we were talking to Jordan, we, we were talking about this as well. So Yeah. I think nobody should wear bras anymore. Yeah. Unless your boobs hang so much that it hurts. And, and you that you need, need one. I don't think people should wear them. I, I quit bras a long time ago, and in my hippie opinion, <laughs> I think that everybody should quit them. I'll wear the bandos or like the sports bra looking ones if there's going to be like side boob because I'm not trying to show people my boobs. Right. But I just don't think that they need extra layers to contain them just because like your body reacts to cold. Free the nipple. Did, that already happened. I hate wearing bras like real bras. I can't wear the ones with underwire in it. It or, like, hurts. Any of that. The, the strap ones that are like, yeah. I'm like, fuck, man, I can barely even hold my purse. And you want me to hold a, wear a bra that's going to do the same thing all day and I can't. That's why back in the day, everybody's like, takes their bra off and they're like, oh. Because they're horrible. they fucking suck. Yes, I agree. We're going to start this again, guys. Yes. <laughs> Girls. Burn them. Yeah, burn your bras. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> if you... Burn all your bras and you send us a video doing it, we'll send you something cool. Yeah, we don't know what, but it won't be a bra. <laughs> it won't be a bra. So, and that's not like a feminism thing. I no, mean, it's a little just bit. comfortable. I just want to be comfortable as fuck. Yeah, like I get annoyed that people are mad at girl nipples and not boy nipples because I'm like, nipples are nipples, bro. Shut and I've up. been raised like anytime I show nipple, I'm like, oh, I got to put something on and I'm like, fuck. Everybody here, unless you're, I've said it before, unless your boobs have tried to kill you and that part has been removed, every single human has nipples. I don't see why they're weird and people care that a shirt is touching them. <laughs> also, mermaids would not wear bras, okay? This one gets me heated. Mermaid bras is a total human thing. That's fucking garbage. Absolutely not. If there is real mermaids, if mermaids are do exist and are such they a do. thing. They don't give a fuck about your modesty, you stupid humans. <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're putting, mermaids. They're not putting shells over them. They're not doing Freaking that. What? And anyways, and a starfish, how they put starfishes on them. You know what's in the middle of a starfish is a mouth. So they would have little starfishes sucking on their nipples if they put starfish poops. <laughs> so it's actually worse? Yeah! Because that's not right to do in public. I agree. Unless you're a baby, then you can suck on nipples in public. Yeah, okay, good point. <laughs> <laughs> but they're babies. Yeah. So. And so mermaids would not wear bras, and I think that we should all do like the mermaids and also not wear bras. And also it does change the shape of your boob. Yeah. It does. Well, and like Jordan was saying, she was saying that if nobody ever wore bras before, our bodies would naturally hold up our, our boobs and do yeah. things. Although I do... I do remember some pictures of, like, people having big, long boobs. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and, like, National Geographic and stuff like that. And on so documentaries like, and stuff. Yeah, Good and point. so I'm like, okay, but wait, they weren't wearing bras and their boobs are down here. So I don't know anymore, guys. If they're heavy, they're going to 
pull, I guess. But Hers wouldn't hang down there. No. And mine used you know, to not hang down there. Mine can't hang, even if they want to do it. Mine don't even touch if I do this cleavage. <laughs> mine finally touch again. <laughs> mine don't touch at all. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I got both <laughs> Pre-puberty. <laughs> but I will admit, though, that I quit wearing bras and they used to point down and now they point out. And I'm like, well, that's cool. But now people are more offended because when they point out, they're like, hey, she doesn't wear bras. There is a difference. There is a difference in boobs, too. Like, the shapes of boobs are called different things. Like yeah. Mine, actually, I don't know what all of them are called, but I know that when I went, um, I had more of a... A tubular boob is what they call it. Like a tubular, tubular. And it, it was. It was tubular. I thought, oh, I'm just going to go in there and tell them, like, I want this size and blah, blah, blah. But the shape of my, my breast made it impossible for them to just do a normal boob job. I had to get certain things done. Like, they had to, to scrape underneath, um, like, where my ribs are and cut. Ugh. And then add, like, make a new pocket so that they could lift and then do that. Which is so fucking crazy that they can change what your body looks like. Yuck. Oh, he'd be Super crazy. so bad. Um, they look the, great. The other thing, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> if you do go get breast implants, go through the nipple and not underneath. Um, oh. And Because I don't have any scars underneath. Um, they basically cut off your nipple. And put it back. Set it down over there, and then they put the thing in, and then they sew it back on. <laughs> and then there's no scars, which is nice. So do it that way. I, I, I suppose. Even say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> so now that everybody has all of those wonderful life tips, you know what to do when you get your boobs done, you know how to take a shit now. <laughs> You know that you can change, and it can happen fast or it can happen slow, depending on you. Yes. Or just life in general. You know Jesse only has one birthday. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, <they do>. <laughs> <laughs> Only one. And Instacart will deliver birthday presents. Our Instacart person actually went to Jordan's door and sang her happy birthday. So that was really cool. You can put it in the instructions, which is super fucking funny. I have to tell you, this is hilarious. Okay, so we did this for Jennifer Peterson's daughter yesterday. We sent her some roses and flowers and stuff. And in the instructions, I put, please say happy birthday, okay? Last night, I came home late. I redid my, I needed to order coffee for Instacart. And so I just changed the address and ordered and then put it. So when I... The lady rings my doorbell, and normally they just set the shit on my door. And she <laughs> rings my doorbell, and I open it, and she's all, happy birthday. And I was like, I didn't hear her at first. And I was like, what? And she's all, happy birthday. And I was all, oh, thanks. Because then I forgot that, like, the day, that same day, I had sent Jennifer's <laughs> stuff over there. And so the lady told she's me happy birthday last night. So it works. She even told a whole nother state a whole nother place, a whole nother store. She said happy birthday and it was really sweet. She probably, she seems like she was like, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it. Right? Yeah. And how nice. And people, people are so sweet. And when they know that you're doing something like that for a birthday, they get them, they get in on it. They do. Like the girl sent the extra little, you know, card with the duck in there. And then it meant yeah. so much. The duck was cool. Cause she was like, you guys send me a duck. We were like, no. <laughs> and ducks means boobs. And it made it funny. <laughs> and boobs means Jesse. 
<gasps> I am boobs. And if you have to go and listen to all of our shows <laughs> so that you'll understand these things. It's ironic because I don't even have any boobs. <laughs> <laughs> but that's me. That's why. <laughs> now she does. Oh, you mean boobs over here? <laughs> What's up? Well, I guess that's it. Yeah. I hope you guys liked our outfits and what we dressed up as because we're about to start not giving a fuck sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Because we are really, really good people and we're not out to hurt anybody or hurt anybody's feelings. But we've got some funny shit that we can <laughs> say that we've been holding back and I think it's time for a little bit of a change yeah we were getting too professional and boring what the fuck yeah we're not doing that we're gonna go be brats <laughs> we'll be back <laughs>